Coming up on tonight's brand new episode of Don't Panic, we've got some tech news to talk about, including Cortana going multi-platform, the launch of the Google Store and PlayStation View. We also talk about HBO refusing to sell HBO. Uh, we've got a ton of other news and some great picks. It's a Don't Panic episode you're going to want to watch because it's coming up next. This is Don't Panic, episode number 86, recorded March 16th, 2015. On Pricey Pixels, View Soon, and Siri versus Cortana. I'm Sean Jennings. Welcome to Don't Panic. I'll tell you why that opening was hilarious in a minute, but first, let me introduce uh, our two gentlemen right here. They are the Kodak and Polaroid of technology. Uh, hipsters love them. It's Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller, sir. And sir, how are we doing this week? Uh, I'm pretty good. Nothing... Nothing crazy to report. Spent my spent my weekend in Western Mass, um, so that was exciting. Mm. The, That's the most happening the, part of Massachusetts, I hear. Mm, Springfield, it's where it's at. It's <laughs> definitely a place you want to go. You got the basketball Hall of Fame. We do. Um, we're, we're we're it's true. A significant Irish population, as it turns out, from a very specific part of Ireland, where I I read that there's a there's a sp- an island they had to evacuate that was just too remote uh, sometime after World War II off the coast of Ireland, and all the people moved to Springfield, Massachusetts, which, yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Now you know. It's fascinating. I'll leave you with one other fun fact. Springfield is home to the um, Merriam-Webster Dictionary people, and they actually have every single word written on a card in, in, in uh, drawers in the, their headquarters building. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure why, but it's that's a real thing. Just 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 the word on a card. Well, and, and the definition. Okay, so it's like the Dewey Decimal System, but for words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, Have you experienced this firsthand? No, I only read about it. I'd love to see it. It, it must be a real yeah. thrill. Yeah, especially for uh, you know the trivia nerds among us. That's mm. something to put put a feather in your cap. You learned something today. Uh, what was funny about the opening was I was playing the music. I played the music off of my iPhone into the mixer, and my phone was plugged in. And when I said Siri, Siri kicked on, and that's what stopped the music oh. from playing right in the middle of the opening. Uh, <laughs> Apple is a little too convenient. Uh, thanks, Apple. Wait, You're... Siri does like an always listening thing. If you turn it on and it's plugged in, yes, it will do it. Oh, I didn't know so that. I can go, this hey, happened Siri. during the Apple keynote. Uh, they they edited it out in the recorded version, I think. But it, in in the live when they were demoing uh, the watch with Hey Siri, uh, everyone's phones in the audience went off who had them plugged into their laptops and they were doing their like live blogging thing. Yeah, how convenient! It's funny. Well, uh, thanks everyone out there for joining us. This is Don't Panic. We do this every week, Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on our website, don'tpanic.io. Go there for all the episodes and all the links to our social media and places you can download the show. Uh, We're going to jump right in because we've got some great tech news this week. Promised last week, no Apple. This week, we're sticking to it. Not covering any news from them. Been there, done that. Now we've got to catch up. We've really got news from two weeks because last week we only talked about Apple an hour's worth. So we've got a lot of stories here in the rundown. Gentlemen, as always, I will ask any particular story here that catches your attention you'd like to talk about first. I know, Dan, you've been studying the doc for a few hours. Um, I have been st- – I have – I have. this is definitely not the first time I have looked at it. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean I still haven't looked at it. I mean I, I, will, I will pick one. All right. I will pick one to get us started and then you can get caught up. We're going to talk about HBO. This was a carryover from last week's show. Uh, we discussed about how uh, HBO announced HBO Now, uh, their sort of over-the-top cord-cutter streaming service. Um, and we said, well, it's an Apple TV semi-exclusive. So it's a streaming exclusive for three months. Uh, they are the launch partner. Uh, well, little news leaked out this week as a follow-up to that. Uh, HBO says you'll have to sign up through a partner to get the service. What that means is you can't go to HBO.com, give them $15, and get HBO Now. It doesn't Great. work that way. Great. That's you exactly what I always hoped and dreamed for. Isn't that great? So uh, Cablevision already came out as the second partner. 
uh, they get to not be part of this exclusive with Apple TV because they're a cable company, not a tech company, and I guess the exclusive doesn't count those as being the same thing. Um, Cablevision has said HBO Now will be part of its optimum internet uh, service uh, at the same price, $15, but you will buy it through them. Um, no one else has announced they are going to be doing this. It's a fair assumption that Roku will let you buy it through Roku or uh, Comcast will let you buy it through Comcast. That seems presumptive, but we just don't know yet. Wait, what are you saying? You're saying that you don't know that this will ever go to any other platform? We, well, nothing's been confirmed. We We can assume, but no one else has blatantly come out and said they're doing it. Because if you think about it, Hypothetically, if you're Comcast, you have HBO Go for those who buy HBO yeah. through your service. So why would you, you – you, you, there's not – other than – What about Roku's though? But but Comcast doesn't care about Roku's is what I'm saying. Sure, but everyone else does. Like I think the market share for a Roku is higher than anything your cable box give you besides the DVR. Like, did- so – People, I bet the people who, there are more people who have Roku's than have ever used HBO Go. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Right, so it's, I don't think that uh, Comcast is stealing anything from HBO by providing an alternative that is very difficult to use. It's a terrible user experience. You have to download this app that isn't very good, which is HBO's fault, uh, or sign into this website that's just really weird, and you have to OAuth with your cable provider, which doesn't actually work. So you're just giving them your password. But won't you? But you'll be doing the same thing with HBO now, is what I'm saying. No, you'll have an actual HBO account that you log into. But you have to do it through someone else, so you won't be. You don't have to prove you pay for yeah. a cable subscription service. But you'll have to do it through Apple. With your Apple ID, you'll have to do it through Roku with a Roku ID. HBO has said, it is not your HBO account. You are not giving your credit card number to HBO. They don't want to do that. Oh, I didn't know that. There'll always be a go-between. Essentially, what they did was open HBO Go to people who aren't cable companies. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's fine. I don't know. It seems weird, though. I mean, I guess... I don't know. I mean, I can, I can see why you wouldn't want to handle credit cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. Uh, Fair enough. You don't have to, but there are also alternatives. There's, I mean, Stripe com- comes to mind. I think it's the only one left at this point uh, where you can have branded uh, payment accepting, where you're not the one handling the the uh, the payments themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. You know, if I think about it, I mean, Roku has my credit card. I don't think I've ever actually bought anything through Roku other than the Roku its device itself. They're not necessarily primed set up for this in a way Apple is as familiar with payments. My other concern yeah. is that, say I have an Apple TV and I buy my HBO Now subscription through Apple. Does that mean I'll be able to use use the HBO Now Android app? I'm so I believe there isn't an Android app yet, so no, you couldn't. But I think it's a fair uh, assumption they'll right have one. But I th- this is why because I was just listening to something today where they were talking about how you will probably be able to if you have an Apple device, pay for HBO on the Apple device and then use or pay for HBO Now on the Apple device and then use HBO Now on the web. Uh, you you are able to use it on the web. Uh, they so then, how does how does that work? Who's handling the credit card transaction on the web? I that is uh, I think you have to. I don't know, Dan. That's a really great question. <laughs> I, I mean, I, to, the, the 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 honest answer is we don't know. We really honestly right. just don't know. This is very very confusing. Well, new ground. I think what they did, they just announced this too early, and I think Cablevision kind of leaked it a little bit. They wanted to come yeah. out and tell their customers they had it. I think if HBO had kind of explained it in the way they wanted at launch with Apple TV, you know, at April 15th or whatever the date is at launch, it probably mm. would have made more sense. Yeah. We just have so many rumors and ideas and what ifs. We really don't know. All we know is it's $15 a month. You will not be able to buy directly from HBO. And it 
Apple TV is the exclusive launch streaming partner for three months, and Cablevision will eventually have it. That's literally all the facts we know. Hmm. So, um, on a somewhat related or a somewhat related story about confusing things, the other day I decided to watch True Detective. Uh, on Dan's recommendation on HBO. So I fired up the HBO app um, and I started watching. I picked the, picked the first episode in the list under the True Detective show, um, began watching. I watched the entire episode through and I was like, I finished and I was like, wow, that was super intense. I have no idea what's going to happen in the rest of this season. Turns out HBO Go lists the episodes in like, reverse chronological order so i watched the last episode first so like i don't know no colby like i started at the beginning again but (laughs) that's i I feel like it ruined the experience a little bit that is a flawed system right there oh definitely yeah they got me good they got me good i was too excited episode number like right in the title they did, but it's super. It's not small. It's not in the title. It's like the title, and then in little text, like the episode number and stuff, and the air date, and then a big description. And I totally, totally over my head because why would it have been first if I've never watched it before? So uh, yeah, yeah, that happened. So well, I know how true the ends. Some a solid front end engineer, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it was interesting uh, to to watch the first episode and then go back and watch the other ones because I feel like there were all kinds of like hints at things that happened later that I never would have gotten if I hadn't already watched the last episode of the series. That's um, true, and it's worth it just to see uh, whatever that guy from Cheers and Matthew McConaughey. Uh, they're, they're really good actors. I mean, it doesn't mm. matter what they're doing. Woody something. Woody his Harrelson. His real name is Woody. Woody Harrelson, yeah. Best no, his known name as is Woody. the guy from Cheers. That, like, mm-hmm. That's his character in Cheers, yeah. Awful. Yeah. Wow. Well, sorry to hear that, Colby. It's okay. That's, it was, it was, disappointing. I mean, I guess it was my fault, but I can't help but feeling a, a, feel a little bit of resentment. Oh, well. Well, I suppose enough of that. Uh, let's continue on. More news, including what, gentlemen? I I it, I give you like ten minutes to look at the document. Well, we are we talking everything. Streaming TV, the PlayStation thing. Okay, we can talk about the PlayStation thing. This affects you, Dan. Yay! Yay! A New York uh, semi-exclusive Sony's PlayStation View. We talked about this on the show. They're sort of competitor to Sling TV, their their over-the-top streaming service called PlayStation View, including popular channels such as CBS, Fox, NBC, Comedy Central, FX, Discovery, and many more. Uh, About 75 channels, so what's that, nearly four times what you get on Sling TV. And you'll also be able to record shows and have them stored in the cloud for 28 days. Well, the big news this week is that uh, it is currently in beta and it's going to be leaving beta over the next two weeks in three major cities, New York City, Chicago, and Philadelphia. Uh, If you're there, you'll be able to join, give them your money, and enjoy these things. They plan to roll it out nationwide by the end of this year. Uh, What we don't know is the cost. Uh, Some expect to charge between $50 and $80 for the service, but uh, at this point, we just don't know. Um, One of the other big dings is it does not include ESPN, uh, which is sort of a big selling point of Sling TV. So there you go. Yeah, I get the opportunity to give Sony more of my money. You gotta <laughs> give it to somebody. Why not Sony? They kind of need it. Let's One of the on. things I liked about Sling TV is that it was somewhat unlike cable in that you got a small number of channels for a small amount of money. Whereas I feel like this also suffers from the cable problem, which is like. I'm paying $80 a month for it, and I watch three of these things. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Still cool, but... Yeah, I, th- I, I think you're absolutely right. But I think what's cool about this is Sling TV and View are going after totally different customers, which is great. 
Because what you want is a range of options, right? So for someone like you, you're going to like Sling because you don't watch a lot of TV and you only watch a couple channels and you don't want to spend a lot. But on the other end, you're going to have people who do watch a lot of television, who use their DVR all the time, who just their the cable box is terrible and they'd rather just use their PlayStation all the time. So even if it's the same amount of money, it's still an improvement. Um, That's true. That's a fair point. So I, I think... I think it's cool that we have options on both sides of the spectrum. Um, I, I'm just disappointed. I think this would be absolutely perfect if you could have 75 channels to choose from, but then get to a la carte it, right? And choose yeah, 20 right. or choose 30 and then kind of mix and match that way. And it doesn't sound like that's how you'll be able to do it. But um, that, that to me is the real missing piece where, you know, more channels, but you don't have to have all of them. Yeah. It's strange. I wonder, like... I feel like if that happens, like, there are networks that will just, like, fade out of existence. Like, like, I feel like there are some networks that only exist because you have to get them. Like, you can't not have them. Colby, you literally Mm. existed how cable and satellite works. That's exactly it. So it's like, (laughs) an example is, like, Bright House Networks, right? They own HGTV and DIY and the Food Network and, uh, well, it's Bright House Scripts now. Um... But they also own, like, Cooking Channel, right? Which is, like, the Food yeah. spinoff, which no one watches. But because they negotiated all as a bundle to the cable or satellite company, right? they have to take it in order to get yeah. the really good channels. So so you're right. If if you didn't negotiate it as a whole package, um, a lot of channels would die off and a lot of big companies would lose money. Because even though nobody watches them, they still get ad right. revenue. You're, so, right. And they're still like, you're still paying for them. That's exactly. Even if you're paying a quarter for the channel, that's still a quarter more they would get than if it didn't exist at all. So uh, that, yeah. that's why they're so resistant to, to do something like this. Fascinating. We should start a cable company. <laughs> Col- Colby, if this were the mid 80s i would absolutely agree with you i think that phase has passed damn you're a little late um but anyway playstation view dan are you gonna you, you, are you gonna give it a shot sure i'll do it i'll do it for science do i'll it. do it for the show i think that's great it's a little worrying that they don't mention how much it costs if it's only a couple weeks out well, they might like to, to be honest. They might still be negotiating. Yeah. So one of the downsides of that thing that lets you stream the games on the PlayStation, <laughs> PlayStation Now, yes, is that it costs too much. Uh, like, there you, you should be able to rent a game for an hour at a really low cost, and I'm pretty sure right now you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I really like that, and I, I'm really glad I tried it. So I will also try this. I'll report back for the good of for the good of mankind. That is right. great. Outstanding. We'll put it see, and this is this is the difference between Dan and I, right? Is Dan gets to, to try out the fifty dollar a month service, I have to buy the six hundred dollar smartwatch. I'm just saying Hey hey, hey, hey. We, I thought we all agreed we were gonna take the uh the Apple Watch challenge. Or I don't know. I Didn't agreed. we agree? I also agreed. Cool peer agreed. pressure. All right, good. Uh... <laughs> I like this. Wait, wait. I thought just Sean was doing this. Apparently not. Oh. Dan signed you up. Well, right. I signed myself up. It. I'll think about it. <laughs> All right. I hadn't even considered it. This is great. I love it. That sounds like a no. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm. I was so pumped about my Pebble, but I guess that's not coming till May. So I, it's a 14 day challenge. That's my rule. If I don't like it, I'm just going to return it and not feel bad about it. Because you're a consumer, you're allowed to do that. And honestly, Apple being the largest corporation in the history of planet Earth, I think we'll be fine if I return my watch. They're not going out of business, so I'm not... Well, they, they might not invite you back to any Apple events, but... You know. <laughs> They'll yeah. know. I'll... You might not ever get invited to an Apple Yeah, event. my last invitation got lost in the mail. <laughs> um, all right, let's, uh, let's continue on with more news, gentlemen. Anything this time? I want to talk about the Chromebook Pixel, the let's, new one. Let's talk about the Chromebook Pixel. So I, I'm i trying to think. We we must have talked about it on the show, though I can't remember us doing it. Maybe not. When did that old one come out? Um, I'm, I'm looking it up. You oh, can, uh, okay, while you do that, I'll explain. There's a new one, right? So there was the old one, and now there's the new one. It's newer than the old one. Here's the yes. idea. The Chromebook Pixel uh, was the super high-end Chromebook put out by Google itself to compete with a 
arguably MacBook type of price point. Um, it was interesting because it was a it was big, it was metal, it had a three by two ratio display that was full touch screen, and it was like twelve thirteen hundred dollars for a Chromebook. Kind of a little out there at the time. The Chromebook Pixel was released on February twenty first, twenty thirteen. So before our show started. Wow. So it's been a long time since they've upgraded this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really has. Well, there's a new one. The design is very similar. Here's what's new. Upgraded internals. They've upgraded to a Core i5, or if you pay more, a Core i7 chip, um, including more RAM and more storage. They've upgraded the battery life, which was a complaint on the original. It's now up to 12 hours uh, on a charge, and you can also get, uh, I think, two hours of battery out of 15-minute charge in case you're really low. Um, and a new price tag. The good news is cheaper, starting at nine ninety nine for the base model. If you get the higher processor, it's another $300, bringing it up to $1,300. So um, it still has the original 3 by 2 ratio, giant touchscreen display. Um, the other big change... Which is, yeah, the 3-2 aspect ratio is one of the differentiating features of this, I think. It's very interesting that, that they... Now, is that, is that wider or taller? It's square. It's tall. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's almost it's a square. Taller. Interesting. Yeah, that's like iPad style, right? Kind of. Yeah, a little more, yeah. Yeah, uh, and in addition, they added... Two USB-C ports, as we talked about last week on the new MacBooks, uh, they included those as well, but kept the old USB ports as well as the full-size SD card reader. Um, They just didn't include an HDMI port, for which, of course, you can get a dongle. Um, There's a few other tweaks and changes. It is available now on the uh, Google Store. Yeah, it has uh, AC Wi-Fi, Bluetooth 4.0, and double the battery life, it claims. From five hours to ten hours of active use. That's excellent. I mean, I I think it's a really good-looking computer, to be honest. I mean, is it is it better than a MacBook? I you know whatever. I mean, you can make an argument, but for for a Chromebook, it's beautiful. My I just like, and maybe this is why Google does it. But isn't aren't Chromebooks supposed to be the cheap computers? Like, I don't. I thought that was the whole theory. Like, I, this is very... No, I don't think that's their theory. I think their theory is that a computer should only be a web browser, and that's all you need. And so design the operating system to support that use case, and you'll have a better computer, which is arguably true for a lot of people. If you just have a web browser, you can make the operating system much more secure. The OS updates itself automatically. I think that's the real benefit I see. So this is like the no, people I, who buy MacBooks and go to college. There are a couple. I, the biggest thing that sticks out in my mind is printing. Mm-hmm. And this might handle that better than. So the only experience I have with Google printing things is an Android tablet where it's terrible. I, so it might. I've used Google. I, I bought a new printer a little while back. It has Google Cloud Print. And I've done it from like my iPhone and it's worked pretty well. Right, but if you were to go to school and use the school printers, they're uh, not going to have Google Cloud mm, Print. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that sticks out in my mind. No one uses flash drives anymore. Uh, but, no one uses I mean, mice anymore. That's true. No one uses the external it, displays. So I would say, I don't know, about the printing thing at school, I don't know about you guys, but I almost always would... Uh, just take like go to the library and print the thing out on the computers there rather than like try and print from my actual computer sure right yep yeah so if you want a really nice computer and you can afford it and you're comfortable with the trade-off of only doing things in the browser then i think this is a, a really good buy i mean the guy who wrote linux uses this I- also so uh, I'm a big fan of Chrome OS. It's it's funny. My my father, who is the le- one of the least technologically literate people I've ever met, on his own without consulting me, which I always tell him he should consult me, went out and bought a Chromebook <laughs> for himself. Didn't uh-huh. know it was a Chromebook. He just thought it was a computer. Yeah, uses yeah. it all the time. Yeah. What bothers me is you can get three really good Chromebooks for the cost of this one Pixel. Like, why would I ever need an i7 chip? <laughs> In a Chromebook, 
Because you're not going to be playing. If you're Linus Torvalds and you're not using this as a Chromebook, you're installing Linux on it and you're writing Linux, the operating system, then an i7 comes in handy. So that's like 0.000001% of people. Right, right. But then think about all the customers of this who are actually Google employees. And that percentage starts to get a little bit higher. All right. So, (laughs) listen, I agree. It's probably not a mass market product. We don't know how many of the original they sold. I can't imagine it was a ton. To me, it is just like a a, a poster item, a catalog, an item you put in the window to make people turn their heads and look. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think. Your argument, your argument against this is the same argument that your typical most Windows users have against a MacBook, is that like you can get the same computer for you know half the price. Yeah. Like, why would you buy it? But um, but but my my difference is that those are two different operating systems. Yeah, I mean that's true, but it's still. Admittedly, my knowledge of the the breadth of the Chrome Chromebook uh, marketplace is is incomplete at best. However, <laughs> like they're, and, they're and entirely absent at worst, <laughs> right? <laughs> at most, realistic. If you, um, but like, there's still if I was gonna buy a Chromebook, like. I don't know. I I'm accustomed to the my aluminum hefty nice feeling computer lifestyle. Um I don't think I would want to downgrade to crappy plastic like less nice feeling computer lifestyle. Um even if it were half the price like I could still I Given it's it's a different operating system, but I could get a Windows computer for five hundred dollars yeah. instead of my MacBook Air for a thousand dollars. You know, like and again, like it's the same thing with MacBooks. Like, not every person in the world is going to buy a MacBook because some people care more about a cheap computer, but some people care more about a better computer. And and for those people, if that if they can't get a nice like that that build kind of like product quality the physical quality from their computer they're not not going to try chrome os mm-hmm. like why would they so. yeah and it goes back to the discussion we just had on television right where where there there's a range of customers and some people are going to have budgets at every level and it'd be stupid for google not to have something right for the premium customer you know uh, for every $400 windows machine there's a $1200 windows machine so um, right. i i think you're right i think i think there's definitely a range of uh of of customers and i think it's good to i'm just surprised it took google so long to to look at upgrading it and and, and making it better so yeah it's also interesting I... that they build and make it too which i think is that's they don't make any other chromebooks this is the only one they make that's neat i didn't know that I'm really intrigued. Like, there's a part of me that really wants to buy yes. a Chromebook. Yes. But there's no reason. There's no reason to do Dan it. Dan and I will get the watches. No you can get the Chromebook. <laughs> you can take the if, Chromebook challenge. It's your only computer for two, for two weeks. Yes. You know, if, like, if I still worked at a place that did the, like, uh, like sandbox, like, virtual... Uh, like server that you developed on, I would totally do it, but I don't. You don't do that? No, and it's it's a damn shame because it's it sucks. We have <laughs> yeah. like we have like a hacked up version of like npm that installs everything in like a custom directory, and it's a shame. It's it really bad. a shame. It does feel bad. It mostly it it works fine for the most of the work stuff. Um. The only problem is when you try and do anything else, it never works because it's like NPM is not in the right right place. So, like, nothing gets installed in the place it was expecting to get installed. And it just never works. It's sad times. But, um, yeah. So, for that reason, I will not. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll suffer through my MacBook Pro. <laughs> Though I will consider getting one of those sweet MacBook Airs because that's... Whew, Oh, you you are going to consider that? 
Yeah. Oh, I'm wow. ah, the 15 inch man. It's so big. I can't do it. I can't do it. Plus, if I did it, if I got it, I wouldn't use it for work because I have a work machine. Oh, mm. right. Yeah. I would use it for, you know, when I travel and stuff, which is when I really want it. And that's when I felt like when the, the big laptop has really hurt me the most, when I'm like crammed into the back of some like last minute flight on American Airlines and the person in front of me has their seat back and I'm like, well, oh, I yeah, can't you can't anything. use a 15 inch laptop. Yeah, on a, no, an airplane in, airplane in economy. There's no way right. I can't even no, if no. I can barely use a 13 inch laptop when they put the seat back. Yeah, if yeah. I put my seat back too, then it, it almost works. <laughs> right. Hmm. Yeah. So that's that's my that's the thing that I'm like, I, I, I uh, might might try that someday. We'll see. We're going to be so broke. Uh, let's. Uh... <laughs> No one needs to know. Uh, let's continue on to our next story here in the rundown. Uh, anything in particular, gentlemen? Uh, or will we pick one out of the pile? Out of the hat. Out of the hat. Let's talk about Pebble Steel. Yeah, because Colby wants one of those. Colby's, Colby's oh, no, you want one. the. I got what? the regular one because it's cheaper and it comes sooner. And that's. Oh, you have it? I don't have it. I I backed the Kickstarter, so it's oh, supposed to be the new one. Yeah, yeah. The color one. Right. But okay. not the steel. The steel they they announced like after they opened the Kickstarter, they announced that Pebble Steel, which is like the new one except nicer looking and more expensive, is coming out. And that's not the one I'm getting. So naturally I backed the Pebble Steel. I figured, yeah. I, I don't think so that's you're, a surprise. You already have a thing on your wrist, though. And I love it. I love my Pebble. I honestly do. It, it can be occasionally pain in the ass, but I absolutely love it, and I'm really excited for the new one. So let's talk about the news. We talked a couple weeks ago about them launching Pebble Time on Kickstarter and what it meant and all of that. Well, this was an update to the Kickstarter, and they announced uh, two things, the first being Pebble Time Steel. Uh, it is the Pebble Time. We talked about the the one they previously had on the Kickstarter, which was plasticky. This one, made of metal, all metal, stainless steel. Uh, it's a little thicker and heavier uh, than its partner in crime, the regular time. But the reason for that is it has a larger battery that they expect to last about 10 days on a charge. Um, it's available in three colors, stainless steel, black, and gold. Um, each will come with a metal link bracelet and a leather strap. Um, it's available through the same Kickstarter campaign at $250, though the regular one will retail at $299. Uh, if you back to the original Pebble time, as I did, you can upgrade um, and not lose your place in the pre-order line. Uh, it'll ship in July, about two months after the regular time. Uh, it also has a nicer laminated display, uh, so the display looks a little more close to the surface. It doesn't look as far away. Um, and uh, that's it for the, the steel. Uh, in addition, they also described the smart straps that will be able to work with Pebble. So it's got a little data port on the time uh, and you'll be able to use these smart straps to connect to that. And they say, we don't know what people will create for it, but it could be things like a heart rate measure or could display lights or notifications on the band or could add battery life or all sorts of things. Uh, and they've put out sort of a, an SDK plan for that. So I thought that was clever. It's a it's a unique idea. I'd I'd be interested to see if people actually build anything for it. Yeah, I mean at the very least they could, right? If they, yeah, I I agree. Yeah, I think I think the steel. I was happy for me. It was worth it to. I really love my steel now, and I think that the steel is just really really nice looking. So, um, I I think it's it's a cool watch, and I'm I'm honestly like you know we uh, we talked about this last week, and I don't want to rehash it, but I'm sort of still on the fence about the Apple Watch, but I'm really excited for the Pebble Time, and uh, what that means I don't know, but um, I just this this sort of keeps me interested and and, and a little bit excited. Me too. Me too. Okay. <laughs> Not a lot of comment, but that's fine. We we just deliver the facts. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never... I don't know. I feel like maybe I should try a Pebble before I go all in, although I've already agreed to the, the Apple Watch challenge, so it's too late for me. 
Well, you know, Dan, I'll I'll tell you what, because my my old steel's gonna go up on eBay when uh, when the new one comes in. I'll send it to <laughs> you, and you can try it. As soon as the Apple Watch comes in, you're not even gonna wait to see if you'll you'll no, keep no, no, it or no, no. not. No, 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 When when the new Pebble Time comes in, if I don't like the Apple Watch, uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm definitely replacing <laughs> my current one with one of the two. Well, how much more expensive is the Pebble Time? Over. Uh, if you were to buy a Pebble Watch new today. Oh, uh, the the it's about the same. Uh, no, the Pebble Steel current one is one ninety nine. If you buy the new Steel through the Kickstarter, it's two fifty. Okay. And and okay. As far, the plastic one, it's ninety nine bucks, and it's one seventy nine on the Kickstarter. That's a good price. It is a good price. It, it honestly yeah. is. I mean, this I uh, just this Apple Watch stuff is ridiculous. But it's very impulsive. A play. lot of functionality difference. So, you know. It's tough to compare the two, but yeah, yep. I I feel like I get the value out of mine. I love it. So we'll see about that. We'll wait till those ship. Uh, let's continue on. We've got time for more news, including, I don't know. Uh, let's talk about Pandora quickly. Uh this has not been uh, actually announced, but it's been rumored and, and uh, oh, no, it has been confirmed. The company confirmed that uh, Pandora is planning to release a new Day Pass subscription, which unlocks access to ad-free content for a short period of time. It'll cost 99 cents for a day of access, um, although they're still tweaking exactly the pricing and length uh, and how that'll work. Um Currently, you can pay four ninety nine a month and get the premium service, um, which is higher quality radio, more skips, no ads. Um, but this would be another option for them. Uh, according to Pandora's uh, financials, they've released subscription revenue was less than a quarter of the revenue received for the company. And only, uh, I read somewhere, something like 5 or 10% of everyone who uses Pandora is actually a subscriber. Um <laughs> So I think it's it's a way to get more money out of them and less out of advertisers. So I, I think it's interesting. I I paid for Pandora for a while and then I just found myself not using it. I was listening to podcasts more, the, the music I already owned, yeah. Um, and and I stopped. But I think ninety nine cents if I just needed it for, you know, if I'm working home for a day and or something like that, and I just want to put it on, I think ninety nine cents could be an interesting sort of model. I think it's kind of neat. Uh, the thing that immediately came to mind for me is like. Oh, I'm having a party f- tomorrow and I want to put on Pandora, but it's really annoying when the ads come up and it stops playing every like hour as it is apt to do. Um, I would totally use it for that, but do I mean, you I use Pandora. Either of you? No, no, I don't. I use I, Spotify. <laughs> I, I, d- I did. I've never used Spotify. Honestly, I've always used Pandora. Um, and, and I love the service. Don't get me wrong. I just don't listen to it because I do stuff and just don't listen to it. Um, so you, you you don't use it then, Sean? No, I no, I don't use it. I really like it. I I don't not use it because I don't like it. I don't use it just because I don't use it. Um, I, I'm, a, <laughs> okay. I'm a big fan. If that makes any okay. sense. Sure. Fair enough. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So there you go. Ninety nine cents. Uh, no t- time or date set for that. Um, let's see what else. Cortana. Um, Cortana. Let's talk Cortana. Uh, Microsoft has been on kind of a crazy streak here. Let's let's be honest. I mean, they're just shooting their services on any platform that'll take them. Well, um, Microsoft is planning to bring its Cortana digital assistance to iOS and Android as a standalone app. Uh, this is not a fact. This is a, a, a Reuters reporting um, that the standalone app will be available on phones and tablets on those platforms. Uh, we talked previously about how Cortana is coming to Windows 10. Um, it, it'll be there as well. So, um, no, no date on the time, uh, of when that's happening or what exactly it will do on your device, uh, other than the fact it will exist there. Indeed. There was really no news this week. We were really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm sorry, people. Really, <laughs> yeah. it was it was a very quiet week. I don't know. Could you? But could you ever? Could Microsoft ever succeed on other platforms with that? Like Google now doesn't work on iOS at all. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'd never use and, it. But could it even work as well as Google now on Android? Does Google give you that sort of uh, ability? I, none of us use Android. We don't, we don't have any know. Android users left in the show. I don't know. Um, I, I, I feel like it, it's, it's certainly more likely. Um, I don't know though. It would definitely work better. Right, right. I don't know. 
I feel like it's not, but who knows? I mean, I think it makes sense, though, even in that, you know, if you have a computer and you use the reminders on your computer, the reminders get pushed to your phone. That, yeah, that's that to me is like the, the single biggest advantage to Cortana yeah. is as a Windows user on Windows 10, if she already knows everything about me more so than Siri does because I'm not an Apple guy, that's a mm-hmm. big advantage. And then if you start Apple's a little more open with things like uh, the widgets and the notification center, and it's a little more integrated than it used to be. So I think there might be a use case if you're if you're a big Windows guy with a uh, with an iOS or Android phone or tablet. Um, I mean, you can't blame them for trying, right? It's not like people are using Cortana on their Windows phone. Mm. Um, so I, yeah, I'm I'm sure it's like a, a, all things considered, it's a relatively low cost investment. So. Yeah, I, th- I think it could be interesting. Uh, you know, if I, to be honest, I never use Siri, uh, really, um, at all. Yeah. So I use it not every day, but a couple times a week, I would say. Interesting. It is like if you're just in your apartment by yourself, and I do use a plugged in, especially when I'm getting ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, if you're listening to music and you're cooking something, and you can you hold down the the button on the microphone and you can open Siri and ask for measurement conversions or to send people messages. Yeah. If your phone's plugged in, Dan, you, you have to turn on the Hey Siri thing because it does work very well for the hands-free. Oh, I have done that. Oh, okay. But it has to be plugged in. Usually yeah. it isn't, except in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I it is good for quick things like that and maybe that's all we really need it for. I don't know. But it'll be interesting. Um, let's see. We've got time for more news. Uh, maybe we'll just end the show early. I don't know. Uh, just, just quickly, and we can talk through. There's, there's three more stories in the rundown. Google launched the Google Store. Um, Before, if you bought hardware from Google, you used to have to go to play.google.com and then click Store and then do it through there. They finally oh. launched their own thing, store.google.com. It is the Google Store, and that's where you can buy hardware and accessories from Google, things like the Nexus 6, the Nexus 9, uh, Nexus TV, Nest thermostat, the Nest fire detect uh, fire thing, the, the Pixel, all this stuff. Store.google.com is now the central place you can buy those, and you get free shipping on everything. So um, a, a good source for that. Android Wear, all that kind of stuff. Um. Sweet. This week we also saw um, the end of soft cards. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, Google Wallet partnering with SoftCard to expand their their payment empire. Um, and we thought, wow, this is really interesting. It says bad things about SoftCard that they have to partner with Google after they've kind of been enemies. Well, things must not be great because SoftCard is officially shutting down on March 31st. This was the <laughs> payment system backed by all the major carriers in the U.S., uh, essentially, mm-hmm. Google Wallet will just take over SoftCard. Um, you know, Google bought some of the technology, um, and all soft, you know, all SoftCard user accounts will be closed on March 31st, and that's it. So, it, it's over for SoftCard, but we'll continue on for Google Wallet. Okay. Well, I'm surprised they gave up that quickly on that, honestly. But, but also glad because it <laughs> wasn't going to work. Yeah, I, I, my best guess is they dumped a ton of money into this, and then all of a sudden they see Samsung with Loop Pay and Apple with Apple Pay, and they're like, why the hell do we even care? We've got bigger fish to fry. And to be fair, <laughs> these these carriers do this stuff all the time. I remember Verizon, I don't think we talked about it on the show, but Verizon Wireless for like two weeks had their own blog. I was going to ask about that. What happened to that? They folded it. They they got a ton okay. of they got a ton of crap about how all the news was sponsored by Verizon Wireless, and they said this is garbage. <laughs> and so they folded it. This week, they also announced they're doing their own television channel. What? With content from uh, Awesome Awesomeness TV, which is like a YouTube channel slash production company in partnership with DreamWorks Animation. Um. So they just... that doesn't actually sound like a terrible idea. No, it's just a television channel with content. I mean, although it's... Awesomeness TV has two two stars out of ten on IMDb, uh, whatever that. Means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's they're not. I I know for a fact you would know the shows that they, um, that they produce. Uh, there are some that are on Nickelodeon and that are on. Uh... Yeah, it looks like a Nickelodeon show. Yeah, yeah, and they they have content on a bunch of different. Uh, 
a bunch of different things. I'm 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 talking and looking at the same time. It's really not working. Uh, they've made movies. They've made commercials. Um, so yeah, so they're going to be doing that with Verizon. So Verizon just sprays their money wherever they want. Um, <laughs> and so I guess uh, Softcard was just a failed experiment uh, that will probably be best known as being called ISIS, which they had to change because of the bad ISIS, which is a great right. story, mm-hmm. and that's fantastic. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> um. That's just about it for news. Very quickly on the very last story, um, just a rumor going around about Google's new wireless service we talked about. The rumor is it'll only work on the Nexus 6 phone they sell. Uh, citing uh, Wall Street Journal, citing sources familiar with the matter, say it could launch as soon as late March, but it won't work with any phone other than the current flagship device, which is manufactured by Motorola. Um, don't know any of this for sure. Um, but... That that is just the rumor. Oh yeah, the, did we talk about the Google Wireless thing last week as a as a whole? Uh, we talked about it like two or three weeks ago when you weren't. Here. Oh two. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Yep. I still haven't listened to that episode that never downloaded. Uh, you you'll never know what happened that week. Ah. <laughs> like I missed that story, oh. and now I don't know what the what I don't know anything about the Google Wireless network. It's I, there's not much to know because they didn't say much. They just said it's, <laughs> it's going to be limited and it's going to be MVNO, which probably means Sprint or T-Mobile. Though they didn't even say that, so right. There, there's not much. Google. I'm telling you, Google I/O. We're going to hear all all kinds of stuff about this. I'm sure that is coming up in May. What, what would what would make you excited about uh, a Google network, Google mobile network? Um, to get to get me to buy in, you would need. Affordable, never throttled, unlimited data with whatever phone I want. Wow, I really have very high standards because honestly, I don't. <laughs> my my current my current cell phone is not that exorbitant, and I get great service, and I have a data cap, but I never hit it. So it's like I'm mm. really, I'm really, I I you'd really have to sell me pretty hard to get me to switch. I'm I'm satisfied as a customer. Yeah, I think it'd have to be cheap. Oh yeah, like bargain basement cheat right like i i mean i i feel like i mean with t-mobile i feel like that's pretty much the cheapest um or maybe maybe it's not the cheapest but it i would imagine it's the like cheapest to like quality trade-off you're gonna get mm-hmm. at least for where i live so i don't know yeah i mean the, i'd be the, certainly skeptical but. the rumor is that they're, they're gonna sell it on um, the the virtues of its technology, right? Oh, you, it'll easily switch from Wi-Fi to cellular, and like that, I don't really care about, to be honest. Right. When, when it comes to to my phone, you really got to hit me up on things like data caps and prices and availability and reception and those kind of things. And yeah, I don't know how Google really competes with any of those. Right. And what? So, what happens when you're not in? I mean, I feel like the Google wireless network is going to be a thing in, like, one or two places. What happens in when you're not in those places? Do you have to, like... No, 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 no. It, it won't be region locked. So it's what it'll do is it'll do, like, what, uh, you know, Boost Mobile, Virgin Mobile, Straight Talk. What they all do is what they, they essentially rent out the Sprint or T-Mobile network. I see. And so yeah. anywhere there's Sprint in the country, you'll be able to use it. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. That 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 will be a thing, so... Keep an eye out for that. Uh, let's jump ahead and let's get right into our picks this week. Uh, we've got some in the document, which means we've got to talk about them. Uh, and we will have Mr. Yeah, we all put one in. Don't say we put some in the document. Well, some. This is some. Three is some. Uh, yes. It's a few, Sean. It's, oh, let's not even go there. <laughs> it's a couple. It's It's several. It's many. Uh, let, a multitude of picks. Let's just jump in, Colby. We're gonna have you go first uh, and talk about a song a day. Okay. Um. So I don't remember where I saw this. I think I saw it on Twitter or something. Um. Uh. But it's it's basically an email list that you sign up for. I I'm not sure if email list is the correct term because I don't think that's that's exactly what it is. Um. 
but you sign up and it basically they just email you a song a day and it starts it starts like a week after you sign up so it's like a new song it's it's like a music discovery service but the really interesting thing i found is that it's not an algorithm it's like a real person that sends you a link to a song uh every day um so i thought that was kind of cool and like when you sign up you give them like your name email and you like the question is like tell us a band that you really love or and tell us a band that you like tell us a song that you love tell us a uh a song that you like um and then it's like yeah you just submit it and i got today i got my first song and i i listened to it and i liked it i want to listen to it again um so it's kind of kind of cool i don't know i don't know like how they pay the people who are finding songs for me or what I, I have no idea, but it seems kind of neat. This is, this is amazing. Well, I, my, my question is where did you hear about this? I, it had to be Twitter. I can't like, I can't imagine where else it was, but. Cause it seems really not necessarily small potatoes, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it seems, it very, seems very right. Yeah, it is. And it's not like, it's not computers, and I don't think it's – maybe it is huge, but I can't imagine it's huge. It also – I guess I, I'm looking through the website now, and down the bottom, they have a form to, like, apply to be a curator, like, picking music for people. It's kind of cool. But, yeah, I don't know. Give it a try. We'll see. Again, I got one song that I liked, but I don't know. Maybe tomorrow's song won't be good. As they say, your results may vary. Uh, no, this is this is super cool. Uh, a song a day dot co is the website. Uh, you can go there, sign up, um, and get a song a day. So that's uh, that's super cool. Very good, uh, Dan Miller. We're gonna have you go next here uh, with another fantastic, I'm sure, PlayStation game. <laughs> uh, tell us about Hell Divers. Yeah, this one isn't as much fun because Colby actually recommended it to me, so he already knows about it. So for all the people listening who have a PlayStation 3, a PlayStation 4, or a PlayStation Vita, you can download this game called Helldivers, which is the most online co-op fun I've had since, gosh, Diablo 2, uh, which, by the way, Diablo 3 is also on PS4 and is co-op local and online, uh, so you might want to try that too. Uh, but <laughs> So Helldivers is top-down... Uh, you rotate, you can, I don't know, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's top down, you can rotate, it's not a side scroller, you're sort I think of it's moving. A, I, fe I feel like it was referred to as like a two axis shooter. That's an excellent way to describe it, a two yeah. axis shooter. So you just sort of point your gun and you shoot things and you can get different guns and power ups. Uh, but that's not the fun part. The fun part is you work with a team of four people to achieve these objectives on the map. And the most fun part is the incredibly varied and hilarious ways you can meet your untimely doom. Uh, Literally falling. everything can kill you. <laughs> yeah, which is is somewhat frustrating, but mostly just fun uh, because it's really well put together. Uh, best enjoyed with friends, uh, especially in the same room because uh, the laughs will just keep coming. So yeah. check out Hell Divers on any PlayStation console, I guess, or handheld. Wonderful, outstanding. Uh, Hell Divers available wherever finer video games are sold. Um, unless you're on an Xbox, unless you're on a pod, <laughs> and then then we're just oh. not interested. Um, very cool. All right. Well, uh, we will continue on to my pick, which is Meerkat, which is the sort of uber hip app of the minute. Um, so if you have Uber heard for what? What? It, it's it's the it's the sort of flavor of the month for apps. So I, you know, I know. I was just kidding. I know. Well, you're real funny. Um, so uh, Meerkat, it is it was an app created in eight hours. Uh that someone decided that, hey, you should just be able to tap a button and just start streaming live to um, the, the internet and to Twitter. And so he did it. Um, and he created an app. It's called Meerkat, M-E-E-R-K-A-T. -E and the way it works, and I'm actually going to put it up here on screen for you, uh, airplay it over. It's really simple. You sign in with your Twitter account, OAuth, uh, and 
two buttons, schedule, stream. So you can schedule a stream in the future or you can just start streaming. So, for example, uh, I wrote here, don't panic, podcast pick, and I'm going to hit stream. <coughs> I'll give it access to the camera here and the microphone. And there we go. I am now streaming to uh, live. So they posted on my Twitter feed. They said, uh, you know, Sean Jennings is now doing live on Meerkat. Um and it, you can see on screen here, it shows the feed of my camera. This is what I'm looking at on my end. Um, and it says where I'm broadcasting from, my Twitter handle, how many people are watching. It says what I'm doing this for or about. Um, and then what's great is, as you're broadcasting, if people tweet using your your kind of your your at symbol, your handle, uh, it'll show up on the feed itself. So right now I have two people watching. Uh, Colby is one of them. Uh, you can stop at any time. You can switch and use both cameras. You can join in the conversation. What's really amazing to me is it's just one click. You just tap the button and you're streaming live. Uh, and it's really easy. I actually like the angle I'm currently shooting at. Um, it looks really good. And so, uh, it's called Meerkat. It's one tap to stream. I now, Dan is now watching as well. Um, and it does it all over Twitter. It's all generally Twitter based. Um, to me, it's very similar to, um, like how Vine started, right, as sort of a Twitter-esque app and then sort of became its own thing. I'm really excited um, about the cool things you can do with this. And this really makes me wish I had unlimited data on my phone because I would literally stream everything all the time. More, more of the, as Dan was giving me crap at the beginning of the show, he said, the, the boring, mundane things I complain about. Um, just think of what I would could, could live stream. So uh, it's Meerkat. I'll stop the stream right now. Um, we'll hit yes and the stream. Uh, and there you go. And you can save the stream and download it as well. Um, it, you can't go, like, Dan couldn't go back and replay it. It doesn't really work that way. Um, but, yeah. In so fact, it ended way before you... Uh, I pushed the button. Like, yeah. Because the streaming was so far behind. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, it's called Meerkat. Uh, it's available on iOS and Android. M-E-E-R-K-A-T. Their website, M-E-E-R-K-A-T app. Dot co. Uh, check it out. I, th- I think it's. I think it's fun. I'm going to try to to do more more cool things with it. And try it more and uh, and play around with it. Because who knows? Could could be a lot of fun. You get to watch my boring life in real time. People get pumped. I am excited. Oh, yeah. Uh, very good. Uh. So that's. I think it. Gentlemen, unless there there's anything else that the two of you have going on that that you wish to discuss. Ah, uh, no, no, <laughs> I am I am firmly not doing anything exciting. In fact, that is sort of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you're not interesting. <laughs> yeah, I am pleasantly surprised at how boring my life is at the moment. <laughs> that's a, it's yeah. a big change for you dan so i think that's <laughs> fine i'm looking forward to like not really going anywhere for the next couple weeks that's that's exciting uh, make your friends come to you exactly exactly that's the plan see and i'm excited because like i just found out like a month from now i'm gonna be in los angeles for a week so whoa yeah. i gotta figure out what stuff to do in los angeles i have never been to los angeles i don't know what one does there but uh Maybe, I think I've heard. It, I've heard that you get stuck in traffic while you're there. Maybe. Uh, maybe I'll get ass- I'll get assaulted by a man dressed as Spider Man or something. I don't know. Maybe that, that would be exciting. Yeah, I might make it on the news. You you could be on those uh, those weird roundups of weird news of the day. Like what an accomplishment! Western Massachusetts man gets assaulted by unknown Los Angeles assailant wearing a <laughs> Spider Man costume. Wow, Dan, you really make me excited about this trip when you put it that way. (laughs) Uh, Well, good. Well, I can tell you what. I can guarantee we'll be back next week to do another episode of the show, Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, on our website, (laughs) don'tpanic.io. All the episodes, all the links, it's all there. Go to the website, one-stop shop. It's wonderful. I also will very quickly tease our partner show on the network, The Goldilocks Zone. Uh, If you didn't catch last week's episode, we did the second half of our roundup of the 2016 presidential contenders. 
We talked Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Jumpin' Joe. Uh, we talked about uh, Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> and we picked our uh, our players for our presidential primary fantasy league. So it's a really fun episode. I recommend you all check it oh out. Oh my gosh, is Joe Biden going to run for president? Well, that was our big question, right? Is, is a is he going to run, and b what is he going to run on? Because he doesn't he, need to run on anything. He needs to run on the way he eats an ice cream cone. That alone that earns him my vote. He certainly can't run on I'm barack obama's best friend because that's a little <laughs> scary um but but it was a fun episode and then uh in a couple days we'll publish uh this week's episode is on breakfast food i know it sounds crazy, oh, but, but we're doing i'm first, very excited our first ever rapid fire excited. episode we're going to get through as many as we can in the span of an episode we're going to talk about oh, bacon man. and muffins and oatmeal all of it so <laughs> Um, it, it's going to be a fun one. So check it out. Goldilockshow.com. And, and, and in the coming weeks, hopefully we'll have both of these guys on at some point. Well, you should make sure to talk about crumpets because I think they're distinct from English muffins and in the best way possible. Oh man. So. I, I'm, I'm going to have to make sure we bring that up. That's perfect. All right. <laughs> well, thanks to all of you out there for joining us. Uh, on behalf of both of these gentlemen, I'll wish you all a fair good night and we'll see you next week for a brand new episode of don't panic. Peace.